1: Just go to ramp.com slash easy, ramp.com slash easy, ramp.com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply.
0: Pittsburgh Steelers fans, it is time once again for another episode of Bad Language from BTSC. that's behind the steel curtain, not only your nonstop shop for all Pittsburgh Steelers, news, notes, podcasts, everything that you possibly need, especially that old breaking news that we are very good at breaking to you, but it is your one-stop shop. You don't need to go anywhere else. Just hang out with us here. Three original podcasts every single day. You are going to hear from the likes of Jeff Hartman with Let's Ride. He's also with me and Dave Schofield on the preview. Speaking of one Davey Schofield, he is a fan favorite. I was getting ready for a show with a gentleman from Los Angeles the other day, a national show, and his wife popped on and said, hey, my favorite show is The Stat Geek. I love listening to The Stat Geek. I'm like, wow, Dave is nationwide, and he's making no apologies for it. That is absolutely awesome. BTSC is Michael Beck. BTSC has Jeffrey Benedict. Has the lads, the blokes from Down Under. That's Matty Peverell. That is Mark Davison. Speaking of Los Angeles, we have the guys. Well, Los Angeles isn't Down Under, but I just mentioned earlier, so I'm still speaking of it. When it's in the same minute, you can still speak of it. We've got... Greg Benevitt, and Kyle Kreiss. These guys are comic geniuses, and they are breaking open the social media, Twitterverse, and they're just taking a hammer to it. Love it. Absolutely love it. You've got Big Brosco. You've got Tony Defio, You have got Shannon White. You have all of these crazy cool guys that know how to talk Steelers. Speaking of which, the draft is coming up. And we have draft experts as well. That's why you are going to hear Jeremy Betts. You are going to hear from Andrew Wilbar. You're going to hear from the coach. Yeah, the coach, my man, KT Smith. That's what BTSC is all about. And we have got the podcast platform for you. We've got new guys in here too. Don't forget, you're going to hear from the guys from Ohio. Yes, you're going to hear from Joe Frost. Chris Pugh, Paul Janczak. You're also going to hear from another guy that knows the AFC North like no one else. That man is Kevin Tate. So check him out on Sundays on this very network. Man, I love it. So many names to talk about. Yes, I'm dropping names like I'm dropping mics, and I'm making no apologies for it. Once again, you've got one more guy. It's not anything to celebrate, but it's me, the B-A-D. And we are talking bad language today. Once again, it's my rantings. It's my ravings. But it's not the ravens or this show would be called Bad Wanglage. And we're not going to really go and do that. That doesn't look good on a marquee, does it? So here we go, Steelers. Here we go. It is time to talk about the news of the week. And I get it. I get what you're thinking. Man, bad. We made a huge slash. Slash. Okay, we have nothing to do with Saul Hudson. And if you don't know who Saul Hudson is, that is Slash. Yeah, that is the uh, the guitar player for Guns N' Roses or the guitar soloist for the 1991 classic Michael Jackson song, Black or White. Yeah, it's the guy in the top hat. No, we're not slashing. We're splashing. And when we're saying splashing, we're talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers. And you know what? A lot of you like to use we when you talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't particularly like to do it. I think I just accidentally did it. But hey, it's the Steelers. If you feel like you're a part of we, hey, fine. I am not going to have a problem with that whatsoever. I'm just going to keep on calling them the Pittsburgh Steelers. Your heroes in hypocycloids, the Iron Men, the Men of Steel, the Burgers, the Berg. I'm going to talk about all of these guys. But I'm talking about the main thing, the black and gold, the main men that you look at every Sunday or on an occasional Monday, maybe an occasional Thursday, every once in a blue moon on a Saturday. Yeah, I'm going to talk about those guys. And that's what we're doing. And that's what bad language is all about. You might think it's a little over the top. Just call me Sylvester Stallone and give me an arm wrestling partner, my friend, because that's exactly what we are going to do here on Bad language. So with that being said, yeah, I've got to throw one of those in. With that being said, let's get going. Let's talk about it. We did make a big slash this week. I'm talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers making a huge splash this week. Didn't I just talk about that two minutes ago? Then I went off on some weird tangent. Yeah, the big splash was signing six free agents, signing three or four of their own. Bringing guys in, spending money that they had, but spending it wisely. So, everybody's saying, man, after Gunnar Olszewski. Yeah, I called him Usaluski last week, but I was reading breaking news. Chilling my inner yinzer. I don't know how to pronounce some names until somebody tells me. So, it's Olszewski. Like Mike Krzyzewski, who is in the Final Four, once again, Coach K, guy I interviewed back in 1989 at 17 years old at Robert Morris College in Pittsburgh at the Five Star Basketball Academy. I wasn't there to play basketball because I suck. I was there for broadcasting and it was a bunch of fun. Coach K is in the Final Four in his very last NCAA tournament. I'm not afraid to say it. Go Duke. There you go. Go Duke. I have no problem. I have no problem with St. Peter's either. That's a great Cinderella story. And I pray to St. Peter. So go St. Peter's. Go Peacocks. I love it. If you're proud, you're a Peacock. That's pretty good. But let's get back to the Steelers. They made a big splash in free agency. They spent money. And everybody is like, hey, what are they going to do next week? Man, wait till you see what they do. They're going to go get the honey badger in that. Go get the honey badger. That would make everybody say everybody wants the Honey Badger. I get it. And we're going to talk about the Honey Badger in our late segment called the Wang of the Week. No, it's not the Honey Badger. He's not getting it. We love the Honey Badger. I would take him here in a heartbeat. Do you realize the Honey Badger once locked himself in a car in the Arizona heat for over an hour just to see the effects of what would happen to him? With no air on, just like it would happen to a child or a dog. That to me is a real man to do something like that. In about twelve minutes he was dying. And if that's happening to a grown man and they could get out, what's it what's happening to a kid? What's happening to your pup? Yeah, Tyron Matthew, when I found that out, you were the man in my book. So I saw that on Twitter maybe about five or six years ago when this was uh, at the height of a topic. It's always going to be a topic, but, I mean, a horrible thing. So, Tyron, Honey Badger, you're the man for that. Love to see you in black and gold. Is it going to happen? I don't know. A lot of people are talking about it, and that's going to be the subject of the wang of the week. But the big thing is, all right, well, the Steelers just brought in marginal free agents. They brought in Mitch Trubisky, who's just a bridge quarterback. And Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky is not Russell Wilson. He is not Aaron Rodgers. Sure, the Steelers are spending tons of money, but they're just bringing marginal guys in. Hey, is that how you feel? Have you not listened to me talk about the piece of the puzzle ad nauseum for the last however? Man, that's all I talk about for the last two or three, 20 years. Because I believe in the piece of the puzzle for the Steelers. And I still believe in it. But a lot of people aren't satisfied because now they have stopped. Now they aren't doing anything. <laughs> you can't do everything. As Dave Schofield, the Oracle, pointed out on the show, the Steelers preview the other day. It's like, you know, this is the same amount of moves that the Steelers have made over the years. They just did it all in the first week. And we're just not, we're not really used to them doing it. It's the, you know what it is? It's the equivalent of, to going out at 3 a.m. on Black Friday and getting everything you want, getting all the deals that you want, and going home and sleeping the rest of the weekend. Maybe getting something on Cyber Monday, but you don't have to get anything on Cyber Monday. You know why you don't have to get anything on Cyber Monday? Because you spent your money and you know what you want. And you didn't go for that big ticket item that everybody's knocking people around for. The Tickle Me Elmos, the Furbies of the 90s, the Cabbage Patch Kids of the 80s. I, my gosh, my sister and I stood in line in 1983 for one of those. Well, two of them. I had one too. Mamie Carmel. Man. I love that doll. And I'm not afraid to say, yeah, I had a doll back then. It was something I wanted to do. It was cute too. So, hey, own it. Don't be afraid of it. But there's a lot of pessimism right now because nobody feels that the Steelers are extending what they did in the first week. When I say nobody, I mean, come on, a lot of people, let's do it that way. So there's a lot of negativity out there. And I'm thinking maybe we need to spread some sunshine on this whole thing. Maybe we need to go to somebody from another country to go ahead and say how they feel on this Pittsburgh Steelers matter. And that's what we're absolutely going to do. Sunshine, there's nothing more sunshiny than March in England. So, I mean, I can't even say that with a straight face. My wife's family is from England, and I know there's not a lot of uh, sunshine. There's a lot of rain. But if anybody could go ahead and break through those clouds, it is my man from across the pond, Britzburg Owen David, and we are going to find
2: out what OD thinks about this. Owen,
0: take it away, my friend.
2: Hello, BTSC. I'm a main man, bad Greetings from merry old England over here, where for once it is not actually raining. So guys, what's really got to me this week? Well, I'll tell you what's really got to me this week has been the fact there's been some negativity and some doom and gloom surrounding the 2022 Pittsburgh Steelers from some ex-Steelers players and some fans. Why, you may ask, why, given the fact that we've had our most active free agency period in years, the fact that Colbert is really setting this team up in his last few months as our GM, um, showing what an amazing, fantastic GM he has been for these last 20-odd years. Well, the first thing, guys, the big thing has been this negativity towards Mitch Trubisky. This prediction that already the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to finish fourth in the AFC North, miss out on the playoffs, and be nowhere at the end of the season. So, guys, why? Why are people saying that Mitch is the is the worst quarterback in the NFC North? Yes, OK, he's not as big a name as Jerry Bungle, or as Lamar Jackson, or as Deshaun Watson. But, you know, remember, Deshaun Watson might actually miss six to ten games if he's suspended. And what are they basing this on? They're basing this on Mitchell Trubisky's time in Chicago. Well... Gotta remember, in Chicago, Matt Nagy did the best very best job he could at ruining Mitch Trubisky. He tried to turn him into a pocket passer, which is not Trubisky's game. That's not he that's not the way he plays. He's a mobile quarterback, he's someone who likes to get out, to roll out, to run with the ball in hand. You know, he that's not the way he plays the game, and Matt Nagy did his very best job at ruining him. Also, guys, does anyone know what effect the, the t- his time in Buffalo has actually had on him? Yes, we didn't see much of We haven't got much of a sample size in Buffalo. Eight attempts, six completions. But he's worked with Brian Dabol, who is now the head coach of the Giants. He's worked with Ken Dorsey, who is now the offensive coordinator of the Buffalo Bills. He also worked alongside Josh Allen, one of the best quarterbacks in the, the AFC. You know... <laughs> The positivity that these guys must have put on him, you know, Dorsey and Dabal took Allen, who was a very average quarterback coming out of uh, college, and turned him into an MVP candidate, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Now, I'm not saying for a minute that Mitch Trubisky is going to be an MVP candidate, but you've got to think that maybe, just maybe, working with the likes of Dorsey and Dabal has had a real positive influence on him. Josh Allen has been so positive about Mitch Trubisky as well. And the way Trubisky's talked as well about being a leader this year has been really encouraging for me. You know, there's other reasons, I think, as well, to be really encouraging, encouraged for this new 2022 season when it eventually comes round in September. Najee Harris, for example. Did you know Najee Harris is working now behind a better O-line? We've improved that O-line, haven't we? And behind that god-awful O-line last year, he rushed for 1,200 yards. What you've got to remember is 798 of those yards came after contact. Two-thirds of his yards came after contact. If this O-line has improved like it looks like it's going to, how many more yards can this guy get? If he can achieve that behind that god-awful line, it only bodes well for this season coming, that he can increase the number of rushing yards uh, and increase the number of rushing touchdowns he gets. He's a leader. Najee Harris is a generational talent. He is quality. And we've got to be optimistic from that aspect. Another thing, when Mitchell Trubisky was in Chicago, he really developed Trey Burton as a tight end. Trey Burton came on leaps and bounds working with Mitchell Trubisky. Pat Freyamuth, I think, is one of potentially the most talented tight ends in the NFL. He's got potential, I think, to be as good as Kelsey, as good as Waller, even as Gronk. Controversial opinion there. But Freyamuth, I think, will really come on leaps and bounds this year working with Trubisky. He was criminally underused last year, but he's the sort of player that over the middle can really help to open the, open up the running game through, through his hard yards he can get over the middle he gets yards after catch he's a tough guy and he's fantastic in the red zone so for me Pat Framuth as well more reasons to be optimistic he's gonna be used I think a lot more this year but let's come on to some of the real reasons to be optimistic the front seven. How awesome is our front seven going to be? Get Tyson back, get Stefan back, put Cam in there as well with Alex Highsmith, TJ Watt, Miles Jack, Devin Bush. Devin Bush gets his head straight, gets back to how he used to be. Then that front seven looks scary. You know, yes, other teams may have the best quarterbacks in the AFC, but we've got the best front seven in the AFC. You look at that front seven, you can't throw the ball as well as you want to if you've constantly got TJ Watt in your face, Alex Highsmith in your face, Stephen Tewitt in your face, Cam Haywood in your face. Who did they double team? What an awesome front seven we've got. And I think that's another reason to be optimistic. Put on top of that, the fact we've got Minka Fitzpatrick. Minka Fitzpatrick, one of the best safeties in the NFL. This guy has got ball hawk tendencies, the ability to intercept the ball, a great tackler, a great leader, a great communicator. That's eight awesome players on defense. And our cornerback room isn't too shabby either. Go out and get a CB1 and we're pretty much fixed there. I'd love to see Tyron Matthew come in. That would really complete that defense and turn it from being very good into elite. Guys, one other thing. The coaches, if you think that that pretty average roster with Ben not playing as well as he has been in the past, I hate saying anything negative about Ben because I love Ben, but he wasn't that particularly great last season. Coach Tomlin dragged that average, very average roster to 9-7-1, only half a game back from winning the division and got us into the playoffs. This roster is now better, better than it was last year. Trubisky going to be better than Ben was. I know that's sacrilege to say, but he will be And as he's more mobile than Ben was at the end of his career and will offer the Canada system more chance of working. More options there. So if Coach Tomlin can drag that god-awful O-line, that average roster to 9-7-1, what can he do with this better roster this year I think there's so many reasons to be optimistic so many reasons to be cheerful and the fact that the draft hasn't even come around yet where we could get even more quality players to add into this roster and also free agency hasn't ended yet let's be optimistic we're Pittsburgh Steelers we don't do losing we are the Pittsburgh Steelers here we go Steelers
0: thanks Owen great stuff once again Owen David Britsburg Steelers from across the pond Kid is doing some great things talking about the Steelers. Make sure you check him out. He's trying his own YouTube channel, and he's going to be featured here every week on Bad Language. You know, having a guy with a posh English accent and me with my my semi-Yinzer accent and just my poor choice of language, you know, it kind of classes up the show. So I kind of had to do that. So, Owen, thanks so much for those thoughts. So let's get into it. Why are we pessimistic? Why aren't we patient? Patience? Why are we patient? We're not patient. Why are we anything? That's what we're talking about here on Bad Language. We are talking about the Steelers and just realizing they've got a plan. If you like the A-team and you like Hannibal Smith, the great, great George Papard, when he says, I love it when a plan comes together, guess What? You never heard Mr. T say, I pity the fool who doesn't wait to have a plan coming together. I don't even know if that's a good Mr. T. And if I offended anybody, I apologize. I'm a huge Mr. T fan. And a little side note to that the A team premiered after a Super Bowl, Super Bowl 17 in 1983 on NBC. So, you know, when there's always a big premiere. After the Super Bowl, well, that was the big premiere. Peacock did it this year with the reboot of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air called Bel-Air. I hate it. Absolutely hate it. They ruined Carlton. Carlton used to be fun and awesome. Now he's just a complete douche nozzle. Yes, Carlton would be the wang of the week on the new Bel-Air if we were talking about TV shows, which I just want to do a show talking about TV shows. Maybe I'll do that someday. Behind the pixel curtain. <laughs> yeah, Hartman will never let me do that. Schofield might. Hartman won't. But that'd be fun. That'd be fun. Petition those guys on Twitter. It's Hartman underscore P-I-T and Steelers Superfan dad, S-T-L-R super fan dad. Go ahead. Petition them to let me do a show like that. That'd be a lot of fun in that. Unless they just want to do the we just go ahead and go back to the great after party on the hangover where we just riff on anything and everything. That's kind of, that's really what bad language is. It's a solo after party. I guess that's what you're going to say. Well, look, let's not get pessimistic about this. There is a progression to everything. If you're planning your kid's birthday party, you don't plan it two days in advance. No, no, You plan it from the very beginning. Hey, we're going to have 17 snot-nosed kids coming in. We're going to make sure we have them. We're going to have goodie bags for them. We're going to make sure we have games. We're going to have a clown to scare the bejesus out of them so they can't sleep at night because this crazy clown is haunting their dreams. That actually happened to me back in 1979. I don't really want to talk about it. I'm going... Therapy would be a good thing for that. That's kind of why I'm I'm afraid of clowns and circus midgets and people like that. I know we're not supposed to call them circuit midgets. Circuit midgets. Wasn't that a wasn't that a store? Come to circuit midget and get all your needs for your tiny people. Your electronic needs, circuit midget. Alright, that should be cut out, but I'm too lazy to cut it out. And the podcast producer will yell at me later when I'm just riffing on myself and I'll probably get told about it and that's fine. So I do apologize. That's not really proper to do, but I'm afraid of cats too. Don't like cats. like dogs. I'm a dog person. Dogs are awesome. Dogs snuggle with you. I had a dog named Palomalu and a dog named Hines. And speaking of Owen David, Owen has a dog named Shadow Shazier. I just read that online. I think that's really awesome. I think, uh, my gosh, I think, I think Hartman had, had, or has a dog named Kutch from McCutcheon, which I think is really freaking cool. That's a great name for a dog. That's awesome. I think Dave's dog is named after Star Wars or something, which I think is pretty cool, but Hartman can't ever remember his name because, or her name, because he's never watched a Star Wars movie. And he thinks, eh, I have no interest in it. I just think it's a defiance. Like my friend Brad, who's never had a cell phone. He never had a cell phone just because it's not cool to have a cell phone, but he's a Packers fan and we'll just leave it at that. So with that being said, don't be pessimistic about this whole deal. Don't. You know why? Because there's a progression. You're not going to sign everybody every single week. Look at all the names out there. Bobby Wagner's still out there. He's not coming to Pittsburgh. Steelers have Miles Jack, but bad. Miles Jack, you know what the problem with Miles Jack is? He's way too fast. And when they try to block him in that, they're going to just, they're going to eat him up because he's the same as Devin Bush. I'd rather just have Devin Bush there. Now, you know what? I'd rather just have 17 Robert Spillanes out there. You know, look. Trust in the system. Brian Flores knows how to mix and match. That's one of the reasons he was brought in. You have a head coach acting as a linebackers coach and a defense defensive assistant, and that's a pretty good thing to have. So it's not going to be your norm. It, the the days of Buck and Mac might be over in Pittsburgh. It's not necessarily a bad thing. Sure, they might get eaten up, but sideline to sideline speed being able to cover guys in the open field, cover receivers, cover the Travis Kelseys of the world. Yeah, that's a good thing, not a bad thing. What if you can have Miles Jack, a rejuvenated Devin Bush Jr., and Robert Spillane in there, the legacy. Robert Spillane. Yeah, his granddad was a number one pick in 1954 of the Steelers. That is pretty awesome. Granddad Spillane. Spillane's just a cool name. Reminds me of Mike Hammer. Mickey Spillane's Mike Hammer. If you ever watched that on ABC. No, CBS. Excuse me, CBS. It was Stacey Keach that was in that show. So, it's fine. Maybe they don't get the Honey Badger. Love to see him get the Honey Badger, but maybe they don't. Would you be satisfied with Terrell Edmonds? Sure you would. Because you're seeing the light. You're knowing that Terrell Edmonds is now robin to a batman you know he's ryan clark ryan clark to a troy polamalu you know he's a eric washington to a donny shell a mike wagner to a donny shell and anybody to a donny shell you know he's a guy out there that's going to make things happen it's just not going to be done in a sexy way my gosh We can't have supermodels every single night of our lives, like me in college, like me dreaming in college, like me lying about college. Yeah, we are not going to have that. You don't need a team full of supermodels. It's too many divas. You don't need that. What you need is a piece of the puzzle. Wow, where have I heard that before? That's exactly what you need, and that's exactly what you're going to get. If you're bummed that they haven't signed these guys yet, they haven't done more to make the signings. They haven't had the sexy pick. If you're mad that you think that they're going to go out and get draft a quarterback that you don't want them to draft. Once again, they know better than we do. Can I have that job for a reason? No one's knocking down my door to say, hey, bad, will you be the general manager of my NFL team? No one's asking me. They kind of should, because I'm full of great ideas. At least I think they are. I think they're great ideas. But you know what? A lot of times that I've said, oh, yeah, you know, they're going to flourish with James Peer. Yeah, I'm wrong. General managers are wrong, too. But when you're a general manager for the Pittsburgh Steelers, if you're part of the brain trust for the Pittsburgh Steelers, you are going to make some great calls. And that's exactly what Kevin Colbert is doing here. That's what the branded hunts, the Omar Khans, that's what they're all doing. Speaking of Omar Khan, this is really cool. If I'm wrong about this, you know, you can just slay me for it. But I noticed, I was looking back, because I do this column every single week. It comes out on Sundays. It's called The More You Know. It's probably the best work that I've ever done. It's just really out of reach Steelers trivia that's just way from left field, like the kid in left field storing Gary Coleman and Robert Guillaume of Benson fame. Yeah, they were, he ended up, this is great. Robert Guillaume Benson was the peanut vendor for the San Diego Padres. Next thing you know, he's the manager of the San Diego Padres. Oh, that's why I fell in love with those brown and yellow uniforms. I kind of love them. I'm glad they brought those back. But you know, things come from left field. Sometimes left field's a good thing. Center field's a good thing too and that's that's the center. I don't have even a clue of what I'm talking about right now. But all I know is just remember that the Steelers team they have a plan and we've got to be patient with it and not pessimistic. We can't. Now for those of you wanting Tyron Matthew, let's talk about the Wang of the week. I'm not even going to give this guy's, I'm not even going to tell you this guy's name. And the reason I'm not going to tell you this guy's name is because it's kind of not important because this guy has inside sources every single week, every single day from every NFL team, on how they're going to sign a player. They have inside sources on, do you realize how many inside sources have told him every single day for the last two weeks that the Pittsburgh Steelers were going to sign Tyron Matthew? People are getting tired of it on Twitter. He's like, yep, I've texted. I know. I know that the Steelers have a deal on the table. They're just waiting for him to sign it. That's that's probably news to everybody. You know, that's it. These guys are. I mean, Tyron Matthew's going to sign with somebody. Very well, could be the Steelers. But don't, don't look at Twitter and have somebody that doesn't have a blue check mark on it. Well, I don't have a blue check mark, but if I did, I I'll never get one. But. This guy, 17 hours ago, former Chiefs safety Tyron Matthew plans to sign a two-year deal with the Steelers. The deal has an opt-out after year one. Deal is expected to be made official at some point this evening, says Arthur Raymond Coventry III. Yeah, I, I just said his name. I just, I said I wasn't going to, but it keeps on saying it, keeps on saying it. And then people are getting all out of whack. When they're listening, when they're reading this guy's stuff and thinking, oh, what's going to happen? Look, if you see BTSC next to it, you could believe that. If you see the Steelers logo next to it in steelers.com, you're definitely going to believe it because it's true. They're not going to put it out if it's not. If you see some of the uh, beat writers, There's other credible websites out there, blog sites out there that aren't BTSC. They're not as cool as us. We're like the Fonzies, and they're like the Potsies. Well, Potsie was James Fair. That's pretty good. We're like the Fonzies, and they're like the Ralph Mouse. All right? There's more credibility. Ralph Mouse had credibility every once in a while, but not like Fonzie. So Sunday, Monday, happy days. You know it. So with that being said, Arthur, you're a Wang of the Week. Congratulations. You get nothing but my vitriol. And that's all it is. So speaking of Wangs, my name's Brian Anthony Davis from BehindTheSteelCurtain.com and you have just endured 30 minutes of bad language and five minutes of Owen Dave- David, who's, who's pretty good. Give him a listen. Check out BTSC for all of your breaking news everything you want just when you think nothing's going to happen hey it might just happen this week and who's going to be on it behind the steel dot com this has been bad language and i gotta tell you you can keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the hypocaloids, but i'm just gonna flat out say it this is bad and i ain't apologizing for nothing Plus.